to Getting to the Truth in His Heart. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today I am interviewing MT of Roasted Like Ever Comics. MT is the creator of this webcomic merging sports, video games, movies, and hip hop culture. Hey man, how's it going? It's, it goes well. Um, so, so, so give us those, those vital stats. Um, I came across you, we were talking a little bit before we got started. I came across you just in my love of comics, comedy, web comics, but give us those vital stats. Um, can you tell us a bit about when you became interested in working with comics? Yeah. I mean, so I I've enjoyed comics since I was a kid. I used to collect, you know, uh, mostly Marvel comics, you know, even some, some some comics and names that people don't typically think about, but I used to collect them. I used to read Wizard magazines. I used to collect the cards. Um, but you know, I kind of got away from that as I got older. And um, you know, I started being on Instagram and and Reddit and noticing a lot of these like web comics, and they were funny. Um, but none of them were really tapping into the lane of like black culture. And I was just thinking like, man, it'd be really cool if somebody, you know, would do that. And yeah. I kept having all these, these ideas and I was, I just got out of um, grad school and I had a job where I had a lot of free time. So I would literally write ideas down and in like a true MBA fashion, I started, okay. I was like, I, I'm going to do something. Let me, I had a few different ideas. Like one was going to be more based on like a, you know, like a, like a black man working type comic, you know, um, maybe like a black version of Dilbert, but, you know, so I literally compiled as many ideas for comics as I could. And I had an overwhelming amount that were like in this bucket of like hip hop sports, just like one off, not really like a consistent narrative. And then so, and I think it was 2017, I was just like, all right, I had Instagram, I had an iPad, um, this was before the Apple Pencil and, and the apps that you know we use now. But I was like, all right, I'll just put it out there, right? So, uh, you know, and the first one was this idea of like, you know, if Friday the movie was real, like, you know, when Pops tells Craig, like, you know, you got to fight with your hands. Like, I'm like, in reality, you probably got shot, right? And that's <laughs> where it started, right? And if you go all the way back down my Instagram account, you'll see that first comment. You'll see the art style, the writing, everything's got, got a lot better, but that's where it started. I probably only got like 10 likes on that one. Um, you know, and it was just kind of starting with my friends and I'm on some hip hop message boards and I spread it there, but yeah, it started in 2017. And since then, um, you know, it's grown. I'm a little bit over 3000 followers right now on Instagram. Ironically, I have more on Facebook. I expanded to Facebook and Twitter um, but yeah, I've had a few moments, you know, over a few years, a few viral moments, a few retweets by celebrities, things like that. Um, and I started doing two a week. That was kind of like, before I jumped into this, I was like, man, you gotta be consistent Two a week, feed the people, be consistent, give people something to look forward to. Um, and that's how I got started. So I'll just stop there, but yeah, I've been doing it for four years. So you, you touched on like the, the Apple devices, right? Um, so yeah. was there any other training where you like one of those dudes that sketched? Also, I want to throw this in there real quick. I was a wizard guy as well. I used to take the covers and try to draw those. Me and too. I, I was, I was pretty good at it. I was a wizard yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let me just talk about the drawing real quick. You know, when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot. And I think like a lot of people that, that start wanting to draw comics and don't do the official training of like understanding anatomy and everything. 
Um, because you need to know the fundamentals before you can like stretch them out and get these, these big muscular guys. And I never had the patience for that, man. Like, you know, I tried everything from like drawing upside down, grid drawing. And I kind of just was like, all right, this is not really, um, <laughs> this is not going to be my thing. Cause you know, you take art classes in school and they have you drawing like still photos of fruit and shading and it's just so boring. Um, little cross action, you know, hatch action. Yeah. We want to draw Dragon Ball Z characters. So, um, Absolutely. yeah, but I forgot your question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so like, like talk, talk about any training that you may have had. Was it like a sketchbook thing? Is it, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so like throughout my life, I've always drawn and doodled and sketched. And, you know, as I got older and I was in college and grad school, like I'd always find myself like doodling and drawing like little cartoons and stuff. And um, that's essentially it. And what was what was the challenge for me was how do I translate? Because I operate best with pen and paper or pencil and paper. How do I translate that to a digital form format? Because, you know, scanning, that takes a lot. And so with the iPad, that was kind of like a way, but the the apps weren't there. You didn't have the Apple Pencil. You had the little, um, the stylus that doesn't really work as well. And so, but that's kind of where I started. I didn't really have a lot of training, but I mean, I pretty much utilized uh, the, the, the first iPad and the stylus to kind of get these comics out there. Um, in combination with Photoshop, ironically, I'm much better with like, you know, manipulation of photos and digital art than, than I am with, with drawing. It takes me a lot longer to draw something than if it were, if I were to take two images and blend it together and some masterful Photoshop thing. Um, but I just get a lot more enjoyment out of drawing, but, um, to answer your question, no formal training other than taking classes throughout the school years and purchasing a few books here and there to try to like sharpen, you know, um, my skills. And I mean, and since then, like, as I've been doing this comic, I've, I've taken a few classes on Udemy or um, Skillshare just to try to learn how to be a better cartoonist, mm -hmm. things like that. I constantly find people whose work I admire and, and see if they're, they have any how to videos or if they do like a live, I'll join just to see how their process goes. This is constant effort of um, trying to optimize the process. So I feel like there can be a drawing of this conversation somehow. Not number one. Uh, they really could. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and this is this is this is gauche, but I, I guess it's it is still useful. Why why comics? Why did that become like your your medium of like expression of those those ideas? Like um I obviously you like comics and all of that stuff. And someone would ask me the same thing. Why podcast? I'm saying, I don't know. I got a microphone. I don't care. <laughs> so so why so why comics for you? For me, it was, it's just a easy way to tell a quick story. Um, like I, I mentioned that most of my stuff is most of my comics are independent. There's not like a consistent narrative and yeah. You know, I enjoy like just I enjoy reading comics, you know, um, I think it, it was rooted in me wanting to tell a story, but also wanting to to have some visuals. Um, but like I hate reading books. I know that's kind of like blasphemous to say as an educated individual to admit you don't like reading books, but books are very boring to me. But I could sit down and read a comic, a graphic novel, um, uh -huh. you know, for days, you know. Yeah. So I just chose comic because it was an easy way to kind of like tell a quick story and, and get some humor out there. Um, like I said, I had been reading a lot of web comics and, and stuff and just getting quick laughs on Reddit and Instagram. So that just kind of was why it seemed like it'd be an easy way to 
tell a story and get something out there and do it pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think when you, you have like little funny observations and things of that nature that kind of appeal to maybe that hip hop sensibility, maybe that black culture sensibility. And like, for instance, I like puns. Right. And I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm super corny. And yes. <laughs> I remember years ago, uh, I was like, yo, why can't there be like Taylor gang? And it's just a bunch of dudes with bandanas and measuring tape. And I don't, it, it should have happened, but I, I don't have the talent to, to draw it. So on that note, I also love puns as well. And then so I really enjoy memes, right? And I think my original description of the comic in my profile was memes in comic form because I I, I think like that too, right? Because um, yeah. I, I think I saw a meme, it was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and he had like like a bandana on it, it was like Taylor Gain. I'm like, that's that makes me laugh. That's hilarious. Like, <laughs> right. But see, and then you'll notice in my work, um, my brain will try to connect two very dis- mm-hmm. dis- distant things and, and for the pun, um, and we can talk about this a little bit more later. The challenge has been, I have some very obscure references. Same. And, you know, it's kind of like, how many people are going to get this, you know? And I can we can talk about this later, but it's also kind of like this thing I've been going through recently and trying to under, better understand my audience and the product that I'm putting out because you can't really serve everybody. And I mean, you know, I have everybody from like pop culture things that might be tailored more towards women to abstract nerd stuff to deep hip hop stuff. And, you know, I'll post, I'll post something and my wife will be like, what, what does this mean? Like, I don't understand. Or her friends will be like, we don't get this. And I'm like, it's not for you to get. It's for the people that truly appreciate that intersection. This is for Um, the real MT heads. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I, I said this during a blurred podcast and the host was like, this is why we bring Rob back every time because I was like, I feel like Suge Knight is Thanos and he gave up Tupac for the Soul Stone. And Mm -hmm. he just started just laughing really hard. I was like, just imagine just Tupac just being thrown at that cliff. I was like, hit him up! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Those are the type of things I I think in my brain is just constantly thinking of stuff, man. Um, I have the most crazy stuff going on in my brain. And so, again, this, 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 this comic product, which is a way for me to kind of get some of these ideas out. And yeah. like, let me just see if it, if it's funny to me, maybe some other people will find it funny. And I think that's been the the coolest part of all this is just the reach that, you know, an idea you can have and like scribble and color and just hit post can reach thousands, you know, hundred thousand people. Or it's even funnier when, Again, um, I think I mentioned this in pre-production, like there are people who don't who who follow me and don't know they know me in real life, but they don't know that I do this. So yeah, it's yeah. like I'll be like, oh, well, I went to college with this guy and he follows me. I know he doesn't know I do this. This he's just following me because someone else recommended it to him. Or I'll be somewhere else and I'll see literally see my content being shared back with me. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> I made like I literally I have, I have a friend. Um, he's from New Orleans, and um, I recently the whole President Birdman comic that I made a couple years ago started to get some traction. Um, and I don't know how, but it did. Um, uh, I think it was shared by Dragonfly Jones for some reason on Twitter, and I saw the guy posted in his story. Um, I'm on my like regular IG account, um, and I was like, "Yo, I made that." 
<laughs> he was like, what? I was like, yeah. And I showed him like the behind the scenes drawing, like it's proof, like, dude, this is me. I drew this. And he was like, yeah, that's crazy. This is hilarious. I'm like, thank you. You know, so that that's great. It, it gives me like it informs me to be more um like hidden about what I do because people are like, oh yeah, that's Rob right there. It's like, no, no, no. I just need you to send me my own podcast to me. Like it's new mm-hmm. shit. That's what I need. I need that to happen. That'll be, that'll feel like when I truly made it, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you've crossed over, bro. Yeah. They might recognize your voice though. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it. I'm just going to, I'm going to put a, put a filter on. I'm going to change my voice, the whole thing. Uh, so obviously your work is dedicated to hip hop um, and everything that surrounds it. So this is, this going to put you on the spot a little bit. Compare some of your favorite rappers to their comic counterparts, their comic like character counterparts. Like, you know, obviously Iron Man is Ghostface Killer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. This has like been done a lot. Um, and my favorite comic book group or comic book series is the X-Men. As you, as you and so, be. you know, as I think about it, like, I mean, to me, you two take someone like you mentioned Pac, like, Pac reminds me of Wolverine, like he's all heart. Like, like what's up? Like, who who do we need to ride on? I'm there. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. little dude, like just puffing his chest out, you know. And that's what like I'm not actually, I'm actually not even the biggest Wolverine fan, but that's what that's how that's um Pac reminds me of Wolverine. Um, let me think. Who else? Who else? <laughs> that's um, great. Uh another like one of my favorite rappers is Cameron, um, who's super cool, like witty guy i think i would say like he kind of reminds me of gambit because i always thought gambit was like super cool and i wasn't the only one who watched the 90s x-men cartoon and, and was just like man this, this gambit guy is like just he just exudes this cool aura you know yeah. um but yeah other than that it'd be hard for me to do this without going into like the the, the stuff that's been done before like Ghostface yeah. is, is iron man you know things like that but yeah it <laughs> That's great. Um, one could take the angle like, yeah, I'd feel like Joel Santana is Spider-Gwen because of the pink. It's like, no, <laughs> it doesn't work as well. Um, so tell me about your interests outside of Roasted Like Ever. I mean, I've, I've read somewhere that you're a do-rag model. So. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I, I, I just randomly say things, right? Like, oh, shit. Um, like I'll say like yeah I sang background on Girls Love Beyonce by Dre I'll just say stuff right just something that's really obscure that no one's really gonna go validate like, nobody's gonna really see if I was a do rag model no I was not a do rag model um, well, I mean you're talking to me now and I look for this <laughs> like hold up maybe he was you know? looking for <laughs> yeah I was like look if I find this dude well you gotta understand I threw this stuff together not thinking I'd be interviewing a podcast uh, someday but uh, yeah so. My other interest, um, I actually have a lot of interest in a lot of talents, and I don't mean that in any, you know, arrogant way, but I'll just tell you a little bit. So obviously, um, you know, I went, I went to school, I was an engineer, so there's the whole math and science stuff. But when I was in college, I started making beats. Um, it's my first time with a, you know, fast internet connection, downloaded free loops and reason and went to work. But it was kind of cool because I got pretty good at it to the point where I had won um, some local beat competitions in Atlanta. This was like 2006, 2007. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, before there was this social media element. So there's literally only like a blurry picture of me on the stage getting in a, uh, <laughs> being announced the winner winner by DJ Toomp. And 
you know, there's a lot of guys that were in that circle that I'm still cool with. But yeah, so I love I love music, um, love hip hop music, love to, love to make beats. Um, I actually accrued a classic soul record collection throughout that process. So I really love classic soul. Um, matter of fact, my Spotify rap is funny because it's like the Delphonics is like my number two art. Like it, because I just play that because it's, you know, I, I listen to it while I do work and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I love, so I love music. I love classic soul. I love hip hop, true hip hop head. Um, especially like the nineties, you know, um, my parents weren't like super strict. So I was able to listen to explicit albums and, back then you really had to like write down the lyrics. Like I would take, um, like I'd record shed so many tears by Tupac and I'd play it and I'd write it down. I'd write the lyrics down, you know, just to, you didn't have rap genius back then. So I, I <laughs> right. love hip hop. Um, ironically, I find myself having to go to like, you know, the subreddits or different message boards to kind of find like people my friends in real life aren't really into hip hop like me. Like they, they're, they're like casual listeners. But if I start talking about, we get into some deep debates about stuff. I can't take them seriously. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't listen to hip hop like that. Um, yeah, not on that. Yeah, not about that life. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love hip hop. Um, I, obviously, I enjoy art. I love to laugh. Like so, any any comedy, whether it's YouTube, I follow people on YouTube that make me laugh, or Instagram. Uh, let me see what else. Um, play a lot, play a lot of basketball growing up, played in high school, still play to this day, although I'm wearing down, picked up golf in the past few years. So I play a lot of golf, um, love football, love to watch it. Never like to really play it. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of all reflected in my work. Honestly, the stuff that I'm interested in is revolving around music, um, art, cartoons, comics, sports, all of that stuff, you know? Um, and then also just in general, I like general trivia. Like, you know, I think I could actually win on Jeopardy if I, if I went on it, you know? Same, same. We're, we're in the same tribe, man. I, it's, it's like, you're the thinner Atlanta version of me. And I'm just <laughs> listening. And I was like, this is even Aquarius too. Uh, I'm a so, Virgo, bro. Uh, so close. Um, so there are, there are a few properties that hit on that convergence between like hip hop and satire. One of the things that come to mind is that hip hop family tree. I actually own that. Um, mm. What does that dream job for you look like within this realm? Like if someone hits you up and like, yo, love your work. I've had this opportunity for you. What does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, and that's me pouring a drink. I'm not peeing to those of you who are listening on the podcast. I it's know Hennessy, that. by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I created the comic, to me, it was just, like I said, it's these, these one-off ideas. And what I, what I thought would be really cool is if, you know, the show um, Robot Chicken, which is one of a favorite show of mine, um, to just have these really wild I, out, wild ideas with these known properties. And they just, they, they spoof it. And then it's just kind of like on to the next one. So like, I think that would be super cool to have a, a show where I can just kind of do these spoofs that I've created, combine these two things. Um, so I think that would be kind of like the dream job. I don't know if I'd want to be like a daily or comic creator, like a, like a Aaron Magruder when he did Blue Nuts. I don't know if I'd want to do that. I think those days are just kind of like, those days are over. And I don't know if that's really like the way to do it. And then, I, I mean, I follow com like legit comic creators, like people who have stuff printed, who have um, digital versions. And it just seems like a very hard grind, you know, like, 
drawing takes a lot of time. Like even the stuff I do takes a lot of time. And I tell people my art style is, is it varies a lot, but you can tell if I, it, 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 the detail I put into it depends on the time I have. So if I have a lot of time, I'll, I'll shade, I'll do all this other stuff. I don't, it's like, man. And then the, the amount of work I put into it is not directly related to how well it's going to do in terms of like acceptance, you know? Yeah. And that's something I'm really trying to work on is just, I think I read something a long time ago. It says the way you draw is very much related to how you think. It's also like your handwriting. Like I have very tiny handwriting. I'm an engineer. So like, you know, um, I think very like granular. So it's very hard for me as an artist to, to take a picture and like, like I've tried so many times to try to learn um, how to do caricature. I can't say that word. Caricatures. Yeah, caricatures. Yeah, because I think it's awesome to be able to take us take the elements of people's likenesses and just be able to look at something and be like, oh, that's you know, that's Rob. Yeah. Um. So I, I know I'm getting away from your question, but the dream yeah, job to me is just the sketch show. That would be super cool. Um. Like my my account is pretty much like a portfolio or a scrapbook of ideas. Like there's like I just did one. It was like um, you know, with, with juvenile, right? Like what if what if what if baby gave him the keys to the robot truck? Like that's, <laughs> that's like five, six panels, but I mean, that could be a whole skit, right? You know, so. And I got friends who dabble in this stuff. And one thing I've realized just kind of looking at it externally is the best way to get something into a show or a movie is to have a book or have something that you already kind of can show what it is. Mm-hmm. And they're just adapting it. You know, that's just the easiest way. To do it. Yeah. This this is a this is a thing that I've said to a few friends. Like I shared it with you before we got started, that I put together like a webcomic based on like cat lawyers because I was like, yo, what if SWAT cats had a judicial wing? And mm-hmm. I just started kind of expanding from there. And it's it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. There is homages to the movie The Firm in there and a bunch of like other random things. And it, but it, it's it's a cohesive story and it makes sense. And the artwork is fine, the writing is fine, but I, I believe, I believe in adaptations. I believe in like, yo, here is the tangible thing. Where can we go with it? Where can we yeah. take this? You know, as long as there's that credit there and that acknowledgement. And it's like, this is the next level of that. And people use, I think, especially in that kind of space, they use that as a reason not to move forward with something. It's like, well, it's not perfect. It won't be, you won't have complete say so in it unless you're independently wealthy or something along yeah. those lines. But my, my thing always goes to when it, cause I hate fanboys. So my thing always goes to, did it get made? And is it at least the attempt there? Now there's sometimes where it's like, y'all put some dog shit on that screen or mm-hmm. that is not great, but at least the attempt, if, the, if it's, it's, if it's an attempt that had some grace and it's some merit to it. All right, cool. Let's go with it. Casting's not good or whatever. When you're thinking about like movies or whatever, but at least the attempt was there. That's the thing that I look for when it comes to adaptations. And with that, that is actually my last question before I get to these rapid fire questions. Okay. So rapid fire, uh, the way that this works is I'm going to throw out a question. Um, Just shoot me an answer. Uh, It doesn't have to have too much context to it unless you really want to have some extra context. It's essentially, I said what I said. All right. First one, what makes a webcomic funny? That's a good question. Um, I think if you can tell, and it's something I'm working on, you can get the point across in as little frames as possible or as little time as possible. That's one way. Um, 
that's, I mean, that's hard. It's, it's very hard to say what makes something funny to me. What's funny to me is when people, um, I think it's very cool to take something like we talked about puns. I like puns because it's cool to take something that's known and understood and twisted in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to take a common experience and put a different perspective on it. Um, I mean, these are general tenets of humor. So yeah, yeah I think, I think, I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that. No, um, no. I think that's a good answer because I agree with that answer. Hensley is a good answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like um, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think it shows like what work was done and just the economy of what you're doing. Like if you can get something over to have someone laugh, it's very, I watch a lot of wrestling. It's very similar to, to that mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to explain this character. Does this character work or does it not? And because you don't have a time to say, I'm going to sit here and have a 30 minute conversation as to why this character should be good. It's yeah. like, does it translate? Does it work? Is it effective? And then you move on. Uh, this I actually wrote this while we were talking because I thought it was interesting. Um, what was the last comic you read? Oh man. Uh, the last comic I read was this guy. He's on Instagram. I forgot his name. I think it's like Nate Cowdery. Mm-hmm. Uh, his IG tag is Stinkstagram, but he he put out this book called Plane Crash or something like that. I'm actually looking it up so I don't butcher <laughs> butcher uh, his uh, his his work. And it was a really weird comic. I'll say that much, but uh, it was pretty cool to because I, I I think he has an interesting style. That's called Crash Site. Yeah, okay. it's called Crash Site um, by Nathan Caldry. And you know so. With my work, which which I struggle with is like, you know, because I'm forward thinking, I'm like, how vulgar <laughs> can I go, right? Like, how perverse, like, should I censor my curse words? Should I not? Don't want to maximize, you know, the appeal. And so, um, you know, I'm reading this comic by him and I'm like, yo, this is like wildly inappropriate, but it's funny. Like, you know, it's just kind of like the craziest stuff someone could come out, come up, come up with. Um, in terms of something more mainstream, uh, Invincible, like I read that once the show came out, but those are the last comics I sat down and read. All right. Last two. What are the last three emojis you've used? The last three emojis? Like if I look at my phone, let me see. If there's a bunch of eggplants, I'm like, oh, look, can we <laughs> yeah, come on now? <laughs> Just uh, according to my phone, the last three emojis I used were the laugh, the laughing with the tears. Yeah. The devil emoji, and then uh, the face palm emoji. Okay. Again, like we're on the same page, man. I don't know what's happening here. Um, <laughs> this is the last one I have, and this is this is uh, this is political um, because the, the name is similar to mine's. Rob Liefeld, yes or no? You talking about the artist? Yes. Yeah, your name there remind me. I don't know anything about his political leanings. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, just do you bang with this dude or not? Because it's like he created Deadpool and like Venom, but also he's a terrible artist. He's a dude from Image, right? Like, um, he was with Marvel for a long time, and I think Image, yeah. Image, I think so. But he has this book on how to draw, and that's that famous picture, like Captain America, that looks like he has boobs. It's oh, just, yeah, he's. He I, I fucks with him. I oh, yeah, huh. you know. He had a distinct style, man. Like, you know, again, like what I struggle with is, is I admire people who can go do things that I struggle with, which is like having a distinct style, having something that 
people may not like it, but mm-hmm. it might violate, you know, anatomy rules, but it really know, does. <laughs> it sticks out, you know. Um, I don't have a problem with them. I, I heard that he has that stamina too. Like um, my, my girl, um, she did what San Diego Comic-Con and she actually met him. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, yeah, like he might do schlock, right? He might do like really kind of whack critically stuff or technical stuff. But the fact that he can do a lot of it, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, you're always going to have a job because you're always around. You're always available. Yeah. And that's important. I think a lot of artists don't realize that. Like you have to be able to, to put out work and it's like writing a script. They'll tell you, Okay, you might have a great script, but they're going to want to see that you have a bunch. Because, next one? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Because if you get signed, they want to be able to go ahead and make a bunch of movies and all that stuff. Um, it's why I had a backlog of comics before I even started because I didn't want to start get people interested in it and be like, oh, I don't have any ideas, you know? Because idea generation is, whew, man, that's a that's that. I mean, I, that's these are the types of things. Are I mean, well, are you done? Quite. I was just going to start. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a freestyle because there's a few things that, you know, I wonder as a webcomic creator and if others are listening, I would love to know how they deal with it. Like one is idea creation. Like how do you generate ideas? Um, for me, I write them down as they come. I keep a, a spreadsheet. Some of my best ideas happen when I'm like literally in the bed and like I, I've learned to wake up and write them down because the next morning I won't remember, you know. And sometimes you'll look at it. Sometimes it's cool to let ideas sit. Cause I'll look at them later. And I'm like, this is stupid. Uh-huh. You know, but what I will tell you is, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I have no idea what's going to, what's going to work. Um, I've gotten better at it, but a lot of my most popular things have been things that I just kind of drew and threw on the internet and put my phone down and, my phone was going crazy and I was like, holy shit. So I think, um, my most popular comic was the, um, I I compared baby as in Birdman to the baby to little baby. And it's like an infographic and I just kind of threw it and they were drawn in the style of like babies. And I threw it out there and boy, did it take off. Like my phone was just going off crazy. And I was like, so this is what it's like. And I mean, it probably only maxed out at like 35,000 retweets or something like that. Right. Um, which is a lot for me, but you know, you see stuff that's like a hundred K and I'm, there's way more of the impressions. And I'm like, huh, I did not tag it. I didn't put my, I didn't put my handle on it. Yeah. And that was like, that was a lesson, but it was uh-huh. also kind of like this cosmic thing that happens because that's whenever I think I have something, I put my tag on it, it never pops. Whenever I throw something, I forget to put my little tag on it. What is it run? And luckily I've got enough of a fan base or people that really fuck with me that will go in the comics and comments and say, Hey, this, this is RLE comic. Can you, um, tag can you him. tag him? Um, we had a local radio station that posted that comic on their Instagram and everybody flooded their comments. And instead of tagging me, they deleted it. And I was like, that's so weird. You know, people are weird. Like, yeah, it costs nothing to give credit. Um, and that's what your website has up there too. Oh, give you know, just like reuse it, but you know, tag me or credit like, me. Yeah, whatever. I'm not making money off this. I'm losing money. Like I don't really. This is this is something I do for fun, and if it brings joy to people, cool. Like I'm not expecting anything. I don't honestly, you know, in a, in a weird way, I've kind of, I've kind of toned things down out of a fear of this is gonna sound really weird, out of a fear of being. Um, what's the word I want to use out of a fear of blowing up and not being ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like 
out of a fear of somebody saying, hey, we like this, we want it, we want to, let's go. And me being like, I'm not really at a place in my life right now where I want to do that. I got things I need to take care of. and um, But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's funny and I've talked to other comment creators, content creators about this. Some of the stuff you think is super funny, other people just don't get it. Some of the stuff you think is stupid, people enjoy. And then also, um, yeah, so I'll say that. The other thing is, the platforms themselves are very different and interesting and they're changing. They're constantly changing. You have to stay with it. I'm too lazy to try to keep up with the algorithms and trick them. I don't really care. Um, I stand by, if you create something funny and it's relatable, the people will do the work for you. And I, I mean, I know some guys that have hundreds of thousands of followers and they are super lazy. They don't, they don't do anything. Um, but they make good work and the people will spread the word. But, uh, so I started out with Instagram. That was the first one. It made sense as a visual medium. Mm-hmm. And then you could swipe to see the panels one by one. I started off with four panels in one or, you know, doing the whole comic at once. Then I was like, sometimes because I tend to save my punchlines for the end. So it's like the, the feel of like, if you take the president Birdman one, right. So it's like, all right, it's president Birdman. Okay. James Bond, what's up, Playboy? Jackie Chan, what's up, Wody? <laughs> and then you see him staring at MacGyver, and then the person says, sir, that's MacGyver. And then, you know, he just has his look on his face, like, what the fuck? And that's the joke, right? If you're familiar with the song, you get it, you know? Yeah. Um, but that works a lot better if you can swipe because you don't know where it's going versus you see it at once. And then I kind of settled on doing both. So you you swipe and then the last frame is the whole thing. Cause that's way easier to share. People can share mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, Twitter. So IG is like where I would consider my base for my work. Twitter is the secondary one. Um, when I started, I barely put anything on Twitter, but Twitter is one of those things. It's like you throw it in the lake and you just see the river and see what happens with it. If it catches fire, Twitter is going to, Twitter goes crazy. But Twitter, you have to get into the timing. It's just too much. Like, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're like a really big account. Accounts like me, we're just dependent on someone famous to catch it, retweet it, and hopefully do it at the right time of day. There's been studies on that. But again, my whole thing with this, I I didn't want to feel like work. So when it starts to feel like work, when I'm like, okay, I got to put this out at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I don't have time for that, man. Like, I got a break at 1030. Let me put this out. And I put my phone down. And then surprisingly, Facebook, Facebook was probably the fastest growth for me. I have more Facebook followers than Instagram. And I didn't want to put anything on Facebook at first, but I was trying to sell merch and you have to have it integrated. So I created the Facebook account. But Facebook's funny because I think that's probably the most consistent in terms of like people will share it and people will see it. And there's just people that just go to Facebook for content. So so yeah, um, that's kind of like my whole thing right now. That works. I mean, it's it's some it's an additional like few gems there, but um, I think in in summation, I think one of the things that you keyed in on um is just like not necessarily knowing what's going to pop, what's not going to pop, or what have you in terms of people retweeting and following and things of that nature. And I I think in part it's because people are fickle. It's like if you're doing it for, you know, whatever you're, you're, you're getting out of it, whether it be, I just want to put these things down and this is the medium and what I want to do it and go from there. Or it's just like, look, I just enjoy doing it. That's that's the satisfaction there. And then the people that are supposed to get it will get it. 
And that's kind of as you touched on, like you find your base and you find the people that are going to be evangelists for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's for me, it's to, to make sure I have fun and it's yeah. enjoyable. Um, I mean, we know the story of, of artists who, you know, or artists, athletes, whatever it is, doing something for fun and it becomes a job and it's no longer fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see people who are really trying to do this like full time and make a living off of it. And I, I feel for those guys because it's kind of like, you, what do you do? You know, um, like I follow Justin Richburg. I don't know if you know who that is. Mm-hmm. All right. So Justin Richburg, <laughs> you watch the show Atlanta. I do. I do. You remember when uh, Darius had on his phone, the dice game picture it was like MLK, um, yeah, yeah. like all these black icons, Michelle Obama. So Justin Richburg drew that. Um, So he draws these like really like it kind of flies in the face of like respectability, you know, like this whole, you know, educated black people, what we what we perceive we want our image to be. So he'll take some stuff and just put like, you know, he'll have it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, He he gets he he offends and I think good comedy you 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 have you're on that you straddle that line of being offensive sometimes, um, and so he's he's clearly took in his direction but I follow him and I think he's very funny, yeah. um, with some of his his work and some of it's ridiculous but what I find funny is people get frustrated or upset at him and he gets like this backlash or whatever, um, but I've been following him and just I've been watching his journey and he's had his stuff retweeted probably over a million times. You know, he's, he's been on the show Atlanta and doing his work. He's, he was the guy that drew the art for the, um, it feels like summer video for yeah. Childish Gambino. So like, you know, he's plugged. These people know him. He's done all this stuff, but he still like has this, you can tell he's frustrated. He's upset. He's like, there's a, almost like an air of depression in that. He, he's still trying to make this work, you know? And, mm-hmm. He's getting disappointed by people. People aren't paying like labels. I'm just like, man, like I, I, I wish the best for that brother. Cause this is tough. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's still it. Once you make it a job, it's a job, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I mentioned, I used to make beats before I like, did music production. And that's the same reason I kind of stepped away from that was because um, I was in, I was in college engineer and it was like fork of the road. Right. There, there were these people that are like, yo, you got good stuff. You know, I was meeting with artists and they were like, if you really want to take this to the next level, you need to go to New York, meet with these record labels. And I'm like, or I could finish my engineering degree and get a guaranteed paycheck. Right. Like this path, I didn't come from money. This path is way too risky. And, you know, so when you're in the music biz for the very little bit I got exposed to, I was like, I can't deal with this, man. It's just it's too stressful, you know? Yeah. I know I went on a random ass tangent. No, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> but, but I think that's a good place for us to stop. And I th- again, like, I think it's really good insight. And I think one of the things really that comes out of this podcast is just different people where they're at, like where they're at in their artistic pursuit and their real life pursuit and people telling their stories. So yeah. I thank you for sharing yours. And um, I want to invite you to tell the fine folks where to check out your work, your website, all that good stuff. And thank you for being on this podcast. This has been great. Yeah, no problem. So people can check me out um, at RLE comic on all socials. So Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Like I said, Instagram is primarily where I put most of my work. So um, go there. 
go to the scroll back to the timeline, see if you like stuff. If you like it, you know, follow. Um, so that's where you can find my work. I also have a website, uh, roastedlikeever.com. You can go there. There's also my work there. And then I have a link to some merchandise, which I'm not really pushing. Um, I was before COVID, but then COVID happened and then stuff wasn't getting to people on time. And I was like, man, I, that's a reflection on me. So, you know, I can't, so I kind of dial back on that, but there's some prints up there. And if, if you see something you like, I can make a print of it. I've had people request prints of certain comics. So, and I, I take my tag off of them and everything, but yeah, so I appreciate you bringing me on. Um, you know, it was great talking to you about this and yeah, if, like, like I said, if anybody's interested in my work, just, you know, take a look. It's all yep. there. Cheers. So for, for MT of Roasted Like Ever Comics, I'm Rob Lee saying there is art in and around your city. You just got to look for it. Yeah.